0: Welcome to Health with Hashimoto's, a podcast for you if you are diagnosed with Hashimoto's, wondering if you might have thyroid problems, or you're at risk for this autoimmune issue because of genetics. Exhausted and overwhelmed, you long to feel like yourself again, but you don't know where to start. Welcome to the Exhausted Mom's Path to Whole Health. Hi, I'm Esther. I am a registered nurse, and after 17 years in emergency departments around the country, I grew fed up by the system that only looks at symptoms and slaps short-term band-aids on problems instead of helping people truly discover how to reclaim their health. I went back to school for holistic health, and I am here to help you discover your next step on your journey to whole health. Whole health is made up of body, mind, spirit, diet, and environment. Changes can be made in any of these areas to help you create better health. Each episode of this podcast will provide simple and true tips so that you could take action immediately. Let's dive into today's topic. Blood sugar regulation is one of the triggers for Hashimoto's. Blood sugar regulations and thyroid problems are linked. How are they linked? What can you do about it? Those are things that we're going to talk about in this episode. Now, first of all, I want to mention I did talk about stress. I devoted two episodes on stress, episode seven and eight. Why did I start out with stress? Because a lot of the triggers come down to stress. When your blood sugar is not regulated correctly in your body, it is a stressor to your physical body. And what does stress do? It increases your risk for thyroid problems. It increases your risk for autoimmune issues. It increases your risk, but those two together for Hashimoto's thyroiditis. So today we're going to talk about blood sugar regulation and your thyroid. Now there is a link between the two. A lot of studies have shown us this. Studies have found that diabetes and thyroid disorders, they go together, they coexist. A 100% of the time, no but they do coexist. Both your blood sugar regulation and your thyroid are part of your endocrine system. So it makes sense that when you're having problems with one part of your endocrine system, you might have problems with others as well. Thyroid diseases and diabetes are the two most common endocrine disorders. In fact, 35% of our population has both thyroid dysfunction And glucose dysregulation, meaning it's not doing what it's supposed to do in your body. It's important. It's important that you know what your blood sugar is, not the actual number but what it is in a concept. And it's important that you know how to manage it on a daily basis. Again, I'm not talking about checking your blood sugar with a glucose monitor, although you can do that. I'm talking about general life principles for keeping it regulated, keeping your body doing what it is supposed to do. So some of the quotes from research papers that I read, one of them said higher TSH levels were associated with a higher diabetes risk. That paper also said that higher free T4 levels, so the more that your thyroid is working well, it's making your T4, higher free T4 levels were associated with a lower diabetes risk. So higher TSH means you're at more of a risk for diabetes. Your thyroid doing well, making more free T4 means your diabetes risk is lower. So that study concluded by saying low and low normal thyroid function are risk factors for diabetes. Now I want to focus in on that low normal, that normal range for a lot of the labs, that normal range was created with a huge population, including sick people. So the outside edges of normal are often not normal. So your blood sugar is a way to look at how much Fuel. How much energy is available in your bloodstream at any given time? When you eat foods that have energy, specifically carbohydrates, you that energy goes into your bloodstream so that it can be utilized by your brain and by your muscles, by everything that needs energy. That's how it's supposed to work. Your macronutrient categories include carbohydrates, fats, and protein. Carbohydrates are generally thought of as fast energy and fat is generally thought of as slow energy, but they both provide energy to your body. So blood sugar regulation is how your body does at maintaining a stable amount, making sure there's always enough energy and not too much energy. Now, back about 15 years ago, I first heard about the glycemic index. Maybe it was even 20 years ago. Nobody was talking about it yet. I was recently out of college and I had taken a nutrition class as part of my nursing course, and they did not say anything about a glycemic index. I was like, what is this that you're telling me about? But it was fascinating. The glycemic index is an index or a record of how quickly what you eat hits your bloodstream. That is it in a nutshell. If you eat something that has a lot of carbohydrates and very little fat, or protein is going to hit your bloodstream quickly. What type of sugar it has in it, that's going to impact it as well, whether it's glucose or fructose or sucrose. It's all going to play a role. One of the things I will always remember from that lecture is that the doctor said if you eat a piece of white bread, it hits your bloodstream faster and harder than if you have a spoonful of of table sugar. I had been taught my entire growing up years that you're supposed to eat bread. After all, the FDA gave us that food pyramid, which now thankfully is out of date, but the foundation of that food pyramid was breads. It was grains. We were taught as a culture, as a society, to base our meals on bread. And so now this doctor was teaching me an entire room full of medical people that that's wrong. We actually need to be focusing on how quickly our food turns into energy and how well regulated our blood sugar is within our body. So there's a couple things that you need to know. First of all, I talked about the macronutrients, the carbohydrates and the fat and the protein. The th- second thing you need to know about is insulin. Insulin is a hormone, it is your fat storage hormone. So, picture a roller coaster. When you eat something that's high glycemic, that's impacting your blood sugar very quickly, you're going up that huge hill on a roller coaster. When you're at the top of that roller coaster, your blood sugar is very high. There's a lot of sugar in your blood. Your body knows that that's not okay so your body releases insulin. Insulin is your fat storage hormone. Your insulin's job is to get that excess sugar out of your blood and store it for later. So if you've ever eaten uh, Chinese food, there's a whole lot of white rice and you are so full, right? An hour later, you're starving. Like what in the world? I just ate. I was so full. Well, what happened was you had a whole bunch of energy, hit your bloodstream all at the same time. Your body released insulin, whose job is to store that excess energy for later. It shoved all of your energy into your fat cells and now that insulin is still working in your blood, looking for more to store, but it already stored it all. So now you could do this crazy dive. Now you went down the roller coaster and now you're hangry, even though you ate just an hour earlier. Has that ever happened to you? I know it has happened to me. So there are things that you can do in order to slow down this this roller coaster we don't want to be on a roller coaster of blood sugar it's not healthy for us those those downs those lows are actually more stressful to your body than the highs when you get hangry when you get shaky when all you can think about is food or you get a headache or nauseated because you're so hungry that is very stressful on your body you're getting a lot of signals that your body needs fuel And again, it's that stress on the body that impacts your thyroid system. So let's not go down into the lows. How do we do that? We do that by eating food that goes together. We have a meal that has carbohydrates and fats and proteins. You need to have enough so that you don't have a super high peak on your roller coaster so that you keep it more level. Level is good. Level is stable. Stable is healthy. You don't want those highs. You don't want those lows. So you can eat carbohydrates with food, with other macronutrients. So when I'm talking to my kids about snacks, I tell them have a vegetable with a protein. So have some carrots and some hummus, or have some apples and some peanut butter, have some nuts, have some fruit, with nuts. I always have to mention that with protein, with fat, because if it was up to my kids, they would just grab a handful of fast energy. My kids are 100% a fan of just plain sugar. (laughs) I mean, to be honest, a lot of us are. Eating our food as a whole meal or making sure that we have some fats and some proteins with our carbohydrates is going to help. Now, in addition to the glycemic index, which is just a number of how quickly your blood sugar is going to rise when you eat a certain food, there's also what's called the glycemic load. Now, the glycemic load is looking at the whole meal together. So eating those fruits and veggies with fat and protein, that's going to make it so that you don't have a peak and a valley with your blood sugar. It's going to keep you stable. And again, stable is healthy. So make sure to eat your food together. You can also look at the order in which you eat your food. If you eat your vegetables first, something magical happens in your body. Okay, not magical, but phenomenal. When you eat your veggies first, it helps regulate your blood sugar no matter what you eat. Now, I've been teaching this for, like I said, 15, 20 years. And I recently was sent an Instagram account. It's called... Uh, glucose goddess. And on her account, she has reels or short videos showing this in action. She actually shows you the peak in the valley and she shows you what happens when you eat the veggie first. If you eat your salad first, if you eat your carrots first, if you eat whatever vegetable you're going to have at that meal, if you eat them first, it helps your body process the sugar for the rest of the meal it's absolutely fascinating to watch it. And when I pull it up on my phone and I show my kids, they trust it more because it's not mom saying that they have to eat their veggies. It's somebody else showing them how they're going to have sustained energy and how they're going to have better health, better performance. Because when you're a teenager, you really don't care about the long-term You really don't. You care about the here and now. Knowing that I'm going to be better in sports today because of how I chose to eat is more impactful than knowing that my risk of diabetes 20 years from now is going to be better due to how I ate today. So I really appreciate that account because number one, it's not mom saying you have to eat better, it's somebody else showing here's the data, this is what happened. So that is one simple tip that you can implement today. You can eat your veggies first. In my course, Abundant Energy for the Weary Mom, I give you a new habit to work on every two weeks. Every two weeks, we have a new module. And over the course of the six months, we focus on all five parts of the whole you, body, mind, spirit, diet, environment. We come back to diet, I think, four different times. We focus on your diet because it matters for your overall energy. One of the modules that we work on for diet is looking at your vegetable intake. Your vegetable intake is so important for overall energy, overall health, overall vitality. And when you eat your veggies first, you are improving your blood sugar regulation. So I would be interested to know, what are you going to work on this week? So hop over to Instagram and leave me a message and let me know what you're gonna do this week about your vegetables or about your blood sugar regulation. What simple and sustainable thing are you going to take away from this episode? I would love to hear about it over on Instagram at estery.rn. Hey friend, I hope you loved today's episode. If you want to continue on a path to health, come join my program, Abundant Energy for the Weary Mom, where you will cut through the overwhelming information and follow a simple and sustainable path toward health. With support and encouragement, you will work in a strategic order to gain fast results that stick so that you can experience each day fully and make a positive impact on your family and everyone you encounter. Please help others find this show by rating and reviewing it in your podcast app or by sharing a screenshot of today's episode in your social media stories. Be sure to tag me on Instagram. You can find me at esthery.rn. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Please be sure to discuss any concerns and plans with your trusted healthcare professional.